Hello, everybody. Ivan here, and welcome into the weekly audio post or podcast, perhaps, as we may begin to call it. You hear me on Fridays on a regular basis, and it's me and it's another Friday, but this may look a little different. You may have seen a link that was a little different. You may have clicked a little different. I'm not sure how this is going to work, but I want your feedback. I want to know because I'm messing with something new. I'm trying a new platform by way of which I can record these podcasts as well as uh, get them out to the world. So uh, for those of you that are regular listeners, I welcome and appreciate your feedback. So let's get into it. If this is the first time you're hearing me, you've discovered me as probably as a result of me doing something new and different, and I appreciate that too. Welcome to the conversation. This week's conversation, the topic of the week is the bump and the slump. Well, what does that mean? Where did I come up with that name? The bump and the slump is my phrase to refer to the experience that people are having right now in the professional haircutting business. The bump and the slump after the lockout, after the lockdown. Uh, our industry was shut down as a result of the coronavirus uh, pandemic, the circumstances and situations we find ourselves in, and in a rolling fashion, in different places at different times, we saw our businesses opening up. Uh, states opening up in different areas with different timings, with different rules and different restrictions. From where I sit and where I participate in the industry, I've had the benefit and the ability to kind of watch this happen across the country. I live in the middle, but I have friends all over and on both ends of the nation and have been able to really watch this. And it seems as though universally, consistently and across the board, the pattern has been the same. Shops and salons, after being shut down, open up and they experience the bump. They experience a level of business like they've never seen before. They experience volume and headcount greater than what they had before the lockout. A direct result of, obviously, pent-up demand. People wanting haircuts, extended periods of time with no haircutting, and lots of people all needing to get their haircut right now. That's the bump. And that Increase in business lasted two and a half to three weeks. And again, across the board, people reported two and a half to three weeks, two and a half to three weeks consistently. And then the slump, then the drop, then the fall off. Business falling well below pre-pandemic levels, well below pre-lockdown levels. In most cases, half or less than half of the business people originally had. And it just didn't come back. What's going on? Well, I've been in the business long enough, over 30 years, to be able to see some patterns emerge. And some of this reminds me of what happened in 2008 when the economy slumped. We saw a period in which the business was good, the business was healthy, and the business was strong, just like pre-pandemic, pre-08. We saw a substantial disruption in business, in 2008, it was the economic crisis. In this case, it's the pandemic. And we saw a huge fall off in business. In 2008, we didn't have the bump. We just went into the slump. And I've identified a number of reasons why we have experienced this. Um, one of them, especially in 2008, was with clients doing what we call trading down market as a result of economic pressures. What I mean by trading down market is someone who was going downtown in a major city to a fancy salon to get a haircut, well, they got their haircut in the suburbs 
at a much lower price. Somebody who was going to a premium salon in the suburbs traded down to a local neighborhood salon. Someone who had been patronizing a local neighborhood salon traded down to a chain salon. Somebody in the chain salon category traded down to a lesser or lower, more economy-focused chain. And there were folks that had been customers of economy-focused chains who literally traded out of the professional end of the industry. They cut their hair at home. They bought a clipper at a, a big box store. Uh, but people moved down market. And the comments I had made in 2008 had to do with the fact that if when somebody moved down market, they found satisfaction down market, if when they got there, they were okay with it, they were fundamentally changed and never coming back. We saw this evidenced in two places. Now, you got to remember in 08 at this time, I was working for a clipper manufacturer. The two things we saw there were number one, Home Clipper sales shot through the roof. Again, just like what we saw during the pandemic because there was so much activity in the home market. And number two, we saw chain salons. The bottom third of the industry in terms of pricing, which in many cases is the top third of the industry in terms of volume, but the bottom third of the industry woke up one morning and said, this is our time to shine. We have more people considering us as a viable option. We have new people trying us for the first time. And we have a golden opportunity that if we can get them in, satisfy them, make them happy, they're fundamentally changed and we can keep them. And as a result, at that time in 08, education at the chain salon level surged. We had chain salons scrambling for both technical and customer service education because they saw it as a unique and rare opportunity to substantially step up their game. And I got to tell you, in hindsight, it worked for them huge. So here we are at the next big disturbance of our industry following 08 at the COVID-19 pandemic, and we're in the slump. What happened? The bump in the slump. Well, first of all, we ate up all that buffered, all that, that built up demand. It was built up. We ate through it. Took us about two and a half to three weeks and they were gone. But more importantly, once they were gone, they were gone. Where did they go? Well, here's my thoughts on this. Number one, senior citizens who make up a large spending sector of our economy in the United States. Senior citizens are just staying away. They might have got one haircut at uh, the opening in those first two and a half or three weeks, and they're just staying away. Senior citizens, especially senior men who might have been 14-day haircut cycle clients staying on top of nice, clean, classic barbered work, they're just not getting haircuts. They're combing it back, slicking it back, whipping out the brill cream and calling it a day. Seniors are just staying away. They represent, in their minds and in reality, a higher risk category, and they just don't want to play. Clients in general are gapping it out longer. Four-week clients are eight-week clients. Three-week clients are six-week clients. Every-week clients are gone. People are just staying away from haircutting longer than they traditionally have. Here's a biggie. I've seen this 
and I know this is really tough for a lot of haircutters to wrap their head around, really tough for a lot of haircutters to take ownership of, responsibility for, and realize that it is what it is. Clients are using the pandemic as an opportunity to switch away from us. Clients are using the pandemic as an opportunity to jump haircutters or to jump salons. We like to believe our clients love us and they're loyal to us and they stick with us and many do and we appreciate it. But occasionally that loyalty is born out of fear of the unknown or simply just inertia. But what's happened with the lockout is it gave lots of clients the reason and the opportunity to make a move, a jump, or a switch and to simply just not come back. Maybe they found a hair cutter that was interesting or attractive to them and they were afraid to jump because of feelings of loyalty. Maybe somebody got into the business that they know and they were hesitant to make the jump and now they have. I can't fully explain all of their reasonings, understandings, and motivations, but I know the results. And the result is people use this as an opportunity to jump. We've already discussed the notion of clients moving to home haircutting or lost down market. And the biggest issue, the number one reason why we had clients in the bump who are not coming back in the slump is that these clients came in, they visited us, they purchased a haircut, and they just didn't feel good about the experience. For one reason or another, it rubbed them the wrong way. And I, I've seen and heard stories and comments from friends, family, and people outside the industry. Lots of comments about how people felt about what they saw. The place didn't look clean. The place didn't feel clean. Some hair cutters were wearing masks and some hair cutters were not. Some hair clients were wearing masks and some were not. There are inconsistencies in the application of sanitation principles and practices. And this is what they felt and what they saw. And based on how they felt and what they saw, they've made the decision not to come back, whether for now or forever. This brings up what I believe is the single greatest opportunity we have in the bump and the slump to build business. Because the reality is in 08, people were fundamentally changed and some of our customers were not coming back. We had gone through a period of being comfortable. We had gone through a period of making good money. We got a little complacent. We got a little comfortable. Maybe we even got a little lazy. And now we find ourselves in a situation in which we just have pressure to build. And we know how to build. We've been building in this industry for years. We know what to do to build business. We need to roll up our sleeves and we need to do it. But what we need to do is different. First and foremost, the thing we need to be focused on when it comes to building business in the post-COVID lockdown era, and some of us are locking down again, some of us are yet to and are going to lock down again, who knows where this is leading? But the reality is, it comes down to what I'm calling sanitation optics. Sanitation optics is not how clean are you, it is how clean do you seem. It is not are you clean, it is do clients feel that you are clean? Do they think that you are clean? Are they comfortable with your clean and your clean efforts? 
Bottom line, first and foremost, my phrase, get caught sanitizing. Principles and practices of sanitation, infection control, and disinfection must be executed in visual range of the customer. I can't say that enough times. I can't say it loud enough. I'm going to say it again. Principles and practices of sanitation, disinfection, and infection control must be executed in visual range of the customer. If I don't see you clean it, you didn't clean it. If I don't see it getting cleaned, it's not clean. That's how clients feel. That's how they will feel going forward. And by the way, this isn't just now. This is forever. Start talking about sanitation. Don't shy away from it. Don't shirk from your responsibilities on it. Get vocal about it in front of clients. Talk about the products you're using. Talk about the things you're doing. Talk about the routines. Be honest. If you consider the extra sanitation practices you must use to be time-consuming and bothersome, tell your customers that. They want to hear that. They'll be happy. It's not going to make them upset. They're going to be thrilled to know that it's bugging you to be doing all the work to kill all the bugs. It's okay. Start talking about it. If you have any kind of electronic client contact mechanisms from an email list, if you're doing uh, mailings, newsletters, if you're podcasting, if you're blogging, if you're YouTubing, um, any of these channels by which you can talk, tweeting, any of these channels by which you can talk to your customers, talk to your customers about the things you're doing, how you're doing them, why you're doing them, and how important they are. This will go a long way to making people feel comfortable in a situation that is potentially very uncomfortable. Use your communication channels effectively. And lastly, social media. Social media is not only going to re, uh, reinforce and um, provide comfort and reassurance to your existing customers, but it's also a large place where you're going to find a lot of your new traffic. And believe me, your customers are talking. If your customer came to you, saw you cleaning, and felt good about the cleanliness of your environment, they're going to brag on you to friends and families. And just like the story about the chains in 08, who saw this as a unique, special, and precious opportunity to build and grow new business, that kind of positive chatter from your customers to their friends and family is priceless. It's rare. And it's an opportunity not to be left on the table. I'm Ivan Zoot. I want to help you build and grow your business. Patreon.com slash Ivan Zoot is my online community. Ivanzoot.com is my website. And at Ivan Zoot is my Instagram, my Twitter, and another great place to find me when you go looking. If you found this podcast, thank you. If you have this podcast and you can share it with somebody, do that. If you're a regular listener within my Patreon community, thank you so much for your continued support. And please provide me with some feedback on how this recording platform and distribution mechanism is working for me and how it's working for you. Because if it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for me. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. And have a great day.